Uh, hey everyone, welcome to Tell Me About That. Listen, we kind of screwed up on this one. We were supposed to record the podcast a lot earlier, um, and we didn't get time. And now all of the editors and all of the mar- marketing people and our content managers at Tell Me About That HQ think we recorded the podcast and we're supposed to submit it to them by like 1 p.m. today, and we didn't get it done. So we're so we came into here in this office in this uh, supply closet in the TMAT offices. We're just gonna get a quick record done. No one's gonna know, and then we'll just send it into them, and it's just like a normal episode. So you know, don't say anything if the episode's a little shorter than we expected. Uh, just you know, go with the flow. Be cool. All right. Awesome. All right, here we go. Hello, gentlemen. We are back at it with another podcast. This week, bringing you the energy that only three men who are in the smack middle of their workday can bring to you. (laughs) Uh, A beautiful lunchtime record happening today. At least it's, it's we, I got I got sun coming in through the window at a different angle than it usually does when we record. I got emails coming in at, at a thousand thousand emails a minute. Just kidding. No emails have been received from the beginning of recording this to now. Um, I had to throw my work computer out my window because it was dinging so much with how many emails I was getting. And I kept getting calls from like my boss, but you know she Someone knows named- that I'm. <laughs> Barack Obama called me. Oh, I just ignored it. <laughs> I figured that was stupid that's, and spam. That's he, so he, yeah, he called me too. Oh, he called me too. Um, well, I, I picked up, and it sounded not like him. And that's the thing because we have that special red phone that President Obama can call. Former President Obama, excuse me, um, can call I think they still and keep it. I get think a direct line president. to us. Yeah. So yeah, we have that White House direct line phone, and that hasn't been going off. So I wonder if if Mr. Bo, which we call him Bo, it's it's like a funny because his initials are Bo, and I know it's like a funny like smelly thing. It's like, like a, an endearing thing, nickname yeah. that we have. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, he, he actually he gave it let, to himself. Actually, he said, "Hey, call me Bo. Hey, I know that you know me as former President Barack Obama, but we are so tight. You can call me Bo." Yeah, and that's not usually how nicknames work. Like you don't get you don't usually get to give yourself a nickname but for some reason this one kind of just stuck for some yeah everybody was in on it everyone was down with it right away they were like oh that's hilarious and not weird that you did that at all yeah you know? it was a but you know what it it works and uh we call it we call him that to this day yeah shout out big bo shout out bo sorry we didn't answer your call if you're listening to the podcast know that it was for an important reason whatever weird thing that you were calling for probably less important than yeah, exactly. us recording this podcast so well, speaking of important things, um, we've got we've got to talk about some hot sauce today. Important oh, things, yes, great, segue. very important things. Um, do you know the brand uh, Texas Pete? Do I? I do I live with them? <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, that's that's actually kind of related to uh, what we're talking about here uh, because Texas Pete hot sauce is facing a lawsuit because it's made in North Carolina and not Texas. Ouch. So you might not actually say, living with Texas Pete himself. That was... <laughs> well, <laughs> I forget. I Immediately. I want you to know that I was thinking of the joke that I was going to make, and I forgot the name of the place that you said it was actually from. North Carolina. <laughs> North Carolina. You were hanging out with North Carolina Pete. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So apparently uh, just some random grocery shopper in California uh, filed a lawsuit against the company for false advertising because obviously... Texas Pete has to be made in Texas. 
Is this in the courts right now? Are we allowed to talk about this? Oh, yeah, true. I'm actually a juror on yeah. this, so I'm not allowed to speak. I'm going to abstain <laughs> yeah, you from have, this. You to, yeah, you have to abstain from the, from the conversation. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, let's see here. The, the, brand's website, the brand's website highlights an article that says, With a name like Texas Pete, one would think that the famed hot sauce is manufactured somewhere in the Lone Star State. But pe- Texas Pete addresses this question up front and does not shy away from its Carolina roots. And I quote, so how is it a, that a tasty red pepper sauce made in North Carolina happens to be named Texas Pete anyway? According to Texas Pete, legend has it that the company's founder, Sam Garner, and his sons, Thad, Ralph, and Harold, were trying to come up with a name for their hot sauce when they turned to their marketing advisor. The advisor recommended Mexican <laughs> Joe to connote no. the piquant flavor <laughs> of the cuisine they associate with the region. Garner rejected this idea in favor of an American name and suggest, instead suggested Texas, which also had a reputation right. for spicy cuisine. Here, boys, I got a question for you. <laughs> what? Which is more racist? Naming your American hot sauce Mexican Joe or not wanting to name yeah. your, your hot sauce something Mexican and wanting yeah. to give it a more American a name. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, they got to the right answer through the wrong reasons. Right? <laughs> like, I feel like they're the, both equally racist, just in different directions. I was really hoping it was going to be like, maybe we shouldn't call it that because of the obvious bad reasons. And they're like, no, right. I don't want people to think that this is a Mexican hot sauce. <laughs> <laughs> so so maybe, 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 it's, maybe it's okay that they're getting sued. Well, let's, I take, mean, let's go around the room. I okay. mean, I say I think it's, you know, not a, I don't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, uh, what do you say? A, no, it's not a quit or it's the other thing. There's, they couldn't convict. A, yeah. Well, no, because they'll it's never a convict. Suit. It's, I don't know. Anyway, I don't think they're going to, I think they'll win. Texas you really? Pete. I don't. Oh, oh Texas, yeah, 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 tech, yeah. There's no chance. Yeah. Texas not only will they, not only yeah. will they win, I'm pretty sure this case is going to get thrown out immediately. Yeah. Are you joking? Like, you yeah, think like, they? Uh, you think they're trying to pull this McDonald's hot coffee thing? Oh, like, I, it's supposed to be hot, but not this hot. Where like it's supposed to be in Texas, but not all the way in Texas. Right. And now, <laughs> now, if this, if this goes through, you won't be able to name. You won't be able to put a name that's not where it's made on your label. Oh. I'm eating that Pete's hot sauce. It's just Pete's yeah, sauce. It's just Pete's just sauce. Pete. He's not so wait, from anywhere. Just who Pete. Is, hometown who is Pete? Pete. I think it's just a name. Let's wait. Let, hold on. Let's see. That's what I'm more oh, upset oh, about. It's, it's, it's his son Harold's nickname for some what reason. What the? What? <laughs> Harold? You know, Harold, Harold gets Texas Pete. There's some dude in Texas right now, right? Named Peter, who is making the most insane butthole torching hot sauces that you've ever eaten right yeah and he for the last you know x amount of years has been trying to get texas pete but no that room that name is already taken by some motherfucker named harold in In north North carolina Carolina. it's like when you try and get a twitter name but it's you have to like strap a one at the end oh (laughs) so so he's he's gonna start selling it as texas pete one texas pete (laughs) underscore Texas Pete, but the E is a three. (laughs) That's all I got for you guys. That's my article for the day. All right, let's head into the Reddit section section segment. We're keeping that in. Um, (laughs) The thing we're going to try to do is figure out why these questions were asked. We might talk on the question a little bit, but we really want to dive into what the heck this person was thinking when they wrote this question. First up, 
by you buggy dash love can insects get concussions maybe we okay. need to use their username i, I was before, gonna say buggy love definitely plays into why this question was asked okay before we move on um i did get very confused because at the start of your 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 question i heard incest and then i heard the rest of the question i got very confused then i put it together when you started talking like at first i was very confused it seems like we've dodged a bullet with this question based on your Thank interpretation God, yeah. then. God bless. <laughs> Buggy love, huh? Buggy love. Can you say that question one more time? I need to, I need to actually understand can, this time. Can insects yep. get concussions? Hmm. All right. I'm going to say what we're all thinking. <laughs> Buggy love asking if insects can get concussions. <laughs> Maybe a little bit of headboard banging's going on. I don't know. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> and perhaps question asker is concerned about the health of their buggy partner. Maybe. Maybe their buggy partner's not been acting the same ever since the ever since been done. <laughs> <laughs> wow, what a... That's not where I thought we were going to go right at the start, but I can't think of anything hear, else it could be. Oh, Jeremy. Hear me, hear me out. Uh, buggy love they love watching the professional sports of bug wrestling and they get oh. suplexed and then the you know the stick bug's not looking too great anymore <laughs> you know they can't the memory's not really there they can't focus and there's no bug vision. doctors on site either so yeah so like oh crap is this you know maybe but you know we're just we're just people we don't know maybe that's how they naturally <laughs> how do stick bugs act react how, they, <laughs> they naturally act to getting hit by that it's not a concussion right but it's just that's just normal bug behavior, bug behavior, if you will. Um, it could be someone studying for bug biology class, Ooh. studying to become a bug doctor. Right, exactly. There, there is the exact like scenario a, a, that we just bug described. Pre-med. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're in bug med school, <laughs> and they need to uh, to figure out. The big test is coming up. Not a great indicator for the future of this bug student then if they're, they're turning <laughs> or, to Google just to ask if bugs can get concussions. I feel well, like that's or, pretty... Or it could, be, it could be a research student, and this is something that they're like exploring for the first time. Like may, maybe, maybe research hasn't been done yet. Okay, so they're yes. doing some blue sky thinking exactly, here. They're like, yeah. All right, let's see if anybody's done research on whether or not bugs can get concussions. Um. I, there's a string of search results in their history that's like, can bugs get sexually transmitted diseases? Can <laughs> bugs get the common cold? Can bugs feel heartbreak? You know? Very, very specific ones, well, but you just, know, bug related. <laughs> they're just trying to figure out what type of research they can be doing. Right, yeah, they're in the exploration phase. Got it, yeah. Ooh, maybe they're making a Bugs Life 3. And Was there a Bugs Life 2? The plot... Yeah. Is, I, I don't know if there's a bug life too, but I feel like there there is. Your heart um, of hearts is telling you so, that there is. Listen, yeah, I don't know if the Bugs Life two ever happened, but I will say that at the end of Toy Story, there's a joke that they're making a Bugs Life two, but it's oh. actually Bugs Life also, and they're within the Toy Story movie, and then they get chopped off the branch because they don't know they're there because they're bugs. It's a very humorous uh, observation. A Bug's Life 2. It's a two movie as the um, the Caterpillar Caterpillar says. A Bug's Life 2 is an upcoming sequel to the 1998 Bug's Life film June 16, 2023. 
So maybe oh. they're doing some research for for that one. They want to make sure it's historically accurate. Yeah, they're in the the team for Bugs Life too, and they're just making sure that they're not doing anything. The plot is that Flick, I think, is his name. Wow, Jack, what a pull! Wait, hold Woo! on. This is, what? <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, Flick gets a concussion and he forgets who all his friends are, and then the whole journey, the actual treasure, is the friends they made along the way, literally. I also really want to give a, a a big shout out to the production company for really nailing um, the timing of a of a sequel right right at the apex of the a Bug's Life popularity <laughs> in twenty twenty three. They don't want to. Yeah, they didn't want to pop it too early. They're just trying to see. All right, it's growing. It's growing. It's growing. It's growing. Twenty twenty three. Exactly. Yeah. Well. Okay. So let's. Here's a thing. Uh, let's see. The Incredibles came out 2004, re-release, or not re-release, but sequel came in 2018, blew the roof off the place. So yeah. maybe they think it's, it's, it's compounding. Maybe if they wait a few more oh, years, yes. true. they them, get a little bit extra. So, I mean, that's 20. six years on either side, really. So that's basically double what The Incredibles. Yeah. So, I mean, box office $1.24 billion for Incredibles 2. It's, it, We're it, looking... Incredibles impossible, 2 made a billion numbers. dollars? Yeah. That's nuts. Good for them. Yeah, we're looking at unf- <laughs> unfathomable amounts of money for A Bug's Life 2. Yeah. What a, what a, what a Bug's Life bring in? Trillions, probably. $363 million. Trillion? <laughs> Is that what you said? One trillion U.S. dollars. <laughs> hey, one could be good hopeful, news. right? Good news. We released Bugs Life 2. We're actually good on national debt now. We cleared that all up with the proceeds from Bugs Life 2. Uh, we're back at zero. It single-handedly Clean. saved the, na- the national economy. Clean start for Bugs Li- from Bugs Life 2. Big shout out. Actually, the one condition is that we rename the United States of America to the Bugs Life 2. <laughs> all right. Uh, let's move on to the next question. How much masking tape would it take to cover the moon? At least one roll. At definitely one, at least one roll. At definitely at least one roll. All right, so we'll if we're looking at the list of possible numbers that it could be, we'll just cross one right off of it. That's right yeah, the yeah, list. good call, good call. Anything and zero, cross- zero's gone. Yeah, I mean that would yeah, I mean that one's I don't know why we even put that on there. Yeah, <laughs> but, you know we got you got it just in case. Right. It, it's like when you write the to-do list and it's like, make a to-do list and you cross it off. You need to have a win. Kind of what it's the free is. space. It's the big <laughs> yeah, it's free, the free space. space. <laughs> yep. Um, I think 3M's trying to take over the moon. They make the Scotch tape brand oh. masking tape. I think they want to leave their mark. Literally. And, uh, no, 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 know. no. They don't want to leave a mark. That's the whole thing. If you <laughs> take the tape yeah. off, you're not going to even tell that it was there. Oh. Otherwise, otherwise, you could use scotch tape, you could use duct tape, but this seems I mean, like a no residue situation for 3M on this. What, like, like, it, okay, so it goes down. It's it, they got to be real careful about this because no one can see them do it. So it's got to be like when the moon is mostly over the ocean. Ooh, okay, oh, you, know, you know what yeah, they got to no do? They got to over they, the ocean. They got to put up a satellite that looks like a moon. Like there's like four satellites holding a tarp. <laughs> <laughs> in front right, of the moon right and, and behind the tarp there's just like six guys rolling out some duct tape pardon our dust it says. they gotta do it during a during an eclipse because everyone's blinded by the the sun that's real short though that's i mean we gotta got a lot of people up there well hey. if you get sufficiently wide enough strips of tape though you could probably yeah, exactly. get it done in a couple of passes 
<laughs> Everyone gets a single roll, and they got to go around. You just run it until it's done, and then you're good. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Um, do you think that they would need to cover up the Bugs Life 2 flag that's up there right now? Well, they can't, legally. Right. So they'll, uh, It'd be treason otherwise. Yeah, yeah, so they'll add a little bit of time because they have to go around the flagpole and everything. Well, what, and the what, lunar- what, I mean, I've, I've, I've had this discussion with them before, um, you know, I'm a, I'm a 3M insider, uh, not to toot my own horn, but um, th- what not they said they were going to do is- my own tape. <laughs> what they said they were going to do was go over everything, including the, the Bugs Life 2 flag. And then, you know how, like, when you, when you laying down some tape on, over, like, a big surface, it's not, like, super smooth. Sometimes you just, like, got to push it down to poke a hole through it to get yeah the next that's oh, what they're gonna do okay. they're gonna push a hole push push the tape onto the surface so that okay, the flag so the pops through flag okay perfect well then great then there should be no issues with the bugs life two folks um i say four or five rolls i think we're good do you think that we could uh maybe not from here but like you know once we get up there do we think we could const- like if we shot a net almost of scotch tape Oh, so we think it could like encapsulate the moon. That way, we can kind of do it overnight rather than get these people. Okay, so you what know, you do kinda... right is you you go up to the ISS right, and you toss one more satellite up, right, and you get it in a so it's orbiting at the same speed as the ISS, but like I don't know one maybe two moon widths away, <laughs> right, and then you bake you make a big tape weave. Between yeah. the two of them, you weave it together oh. like a big blanket, and then you just wrap it right around the moon. Right. What we could also do is we could build it on here, on the ground stuff, and you know how you can't like fold a paper more than like seven times? Uh-huh. We could just do the seven and really get it condensed up there. As small as we can get it, yeah. yeah as small as we can get it, and then launch it up. Yeah, and the, and the, really, the really maybe, cool thing about tape is that it doesn't stick to itself, so you can always pull it apart really easily. Yeah, well, this is special 3M tape, so... Okay. <laughs> maybe maybe we should rig up some sort of space elevator to get it up to the moon without... Oh, yeah, good know. call. And that'd be super useful for other stuff, too. Yeah. I mean, that's, like, even more long-term than just... Once we get it first... Once we get the first cover, FC, as we call it in the business... Uh, actually, it's called C1, because there's might be more than, more than, more than two... Um, but once you get C1 up there, that's when you can really start to see long term, like how are we going to start getting the other layers of tape up there? Um, and that's, I think, when you start to look into space elevator and things like that. I think first one, you know, it's going to have to be a lot more. Right. It's like a proof shoot, of concept kind of there. thing. Right. And that's why I'm thinking out in space, because you remove gravity, right? If you're yeah. out in the vacuum of space, it's a lot easier to let go of your, your piece of tape to weave it when it's not, you know, falling or folding in on itself. Great. Well, uh, we'll call that good. Someone, oh, well, I mean, someone said you'll need 1,379,637 rolls of five centimeter wide masking tape if your rolls have five meters of masking tape. Yeah, I was going to, I was thinking, I know this wasn't really a joke, so I didn't say it, but I was like, this seems like something that you could quite literally get the answer to in like a minute or two <laughs> if you knew the surface area of the moon, which I'm sure that the internet does. What, or at least what, can find okay, out. now we're getting to wrapping wrapping methods. If you're theoretically efficient, perfect at wrapping, you'd only need ninety three thousand. 
Oh, oh, so the other guy was accounting for some overlap. Yeah. Dude, do you realize how much surface area the moon... Okay, now we're getting... Okay. Oh, oh they're now, getting now mad at now each other? Fighting. Now, oh, they made a mistake. There's... Wait, it's 23 to 38 million square kilometers. I feel like we should have a better answer about... I feel like we're pretty good at math. We, yeah, yeah, we, we have an exact number. Straight up. Well, is it because there's like craters and stuff? Yeah, but you can oh. account for that. Two people yeah. made, they both made a mistake, and now I get at least 92 trillion rolls. Oh, wait, <laughs> that cannot that be true. That cannot be correct. <laughs> Turns out no uh, one on the internet knows how to do math. Well, the rest of my workday is shot because I'm going to be thinking about yeah. this. All right, well, let's stop this <laughs> and move on to our next segment. Oh, yeah, the next segment, which is me. <laughs> I'll tell you what, guys, in the in the... In the interest of brevity here, I'm going to go ahead and refer to our next segment as TMAYTWW. Um, that stands for Tell Me About Who You Think Would Win. It's a, we use it to we use the acronym so that it's shorter than the full name because the, the full name takes forever to say. Tell me about who you think will win. It's like it's a mouthful. So TMAYTWW is just quicker and easier to remember and say. Anyway, this week um, we're going with the lightning round. Um, quick, quick hits here. Just trying to see... Who's coming out on top on this on this competition? Um, I think Jeremy's going to be the one telling us what what our competition is today. I think I want to start with the competition today. Oh wow, um, cool! The competitors are going to be uh, participating in a surf competition today. Ooh, surf off! <laughs> Ryan, what do you got? Uh, these the, the competitors for this surf competition, much like uh, Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games, uh, are going to be Chris Pratt's Mario and Jack Black's Bowser in honor of the new Mario trailer that just came out. Awesome. Fair. Chris Pratt, Mario, basically just Chris Pratt, Chris Pratt. animated to look like <laughs> Mario. And Jack Black Bowser, best guy to ever live, savior of our world, savior of the broken and the damned. I would give anything for Jack Black Bowser to be my friend. Um. <laughs> All right, surf competition between Jack Black and Bowser. See, that is nope. really fortunate because... No, not quite, not quite that. <laughs> right, that's what I said. I, <laughs> I said Chris Pratt's Mario and Jack Black's Bowser, obviously. Uh, fortunately, they, uh, they are going to be doing this at the local public pool in their oh, neighborhood. Very comp- nice. You're very so, convenient. Uh, yeah, you know, a little bit of water there. Well, Maybe. there is water. <laughs> I don't know how There's water it is for a surf competition. No, what but. you see is that the crowd is actually, f- the, the half of the pool, the shallow end, is filled with a crowd. And all of them have boards that they can write their number oh. on. But the boards are also waterproof. And what they do is that they use the boards to all simultaneously push at so once they make and a wave create pool. waves for the surfing contestants. To so surf. you only get one wave. You get three waves. <laughs> okay. You get you get three waves. It's one after the other, right? So Chris Pratt gets his wave, then Bows, then Jack Black gets his wave, and then you go three rounds. All right. So this is interesting take on a surf competition because it's not really like a let's grind the same wave for like two minutes and then do all these cool stunt tricks on it. It's more of like a uh, like a you're hitting like a. What's the big one where you go down the slope and you jump off the ski jump? Yeah. But you were going to do like a, a cool trick in the, like one cool trick. Right, in right. The yeah. Air. You get one this trick. Is, yeah. I would like to say that this is literally a, a, a format that a lot of like board sports will use. It's just, yeah. it, it's a best trick 
type deal. Yeah, right? yeah, you okay. get three tries to bust out the hottest shit that you can imagine, right? And whoever whoever does that wins. So I'll say, uh, in my mind, Mario, or sorry, Chris Pratt's Mario takes the first round uh, solely because I think he just has more experience doing random things. Like Mario's done, he's, he's flown through space, he's saved the princess, he's stomped some Goombas. He does a he's lot does of does jump a lot, so, um, so I, I, in my mind, he takes the first round. So, one thing I want to consider first off, or not first off, right? Because I don't want to drag this out too long. But I feel like Chris Pratt's Mario would say that he did a lot of preparation to do this surfing competition. (laughs) He says, you're not going to believe this surfing. It's going to be unlike any surfing you've ever seen. And it's also going to harken home to that old Mario surfing style that everybody loves. And then he comes out and it's, it's just Chris Pratt surfing. He hasn't done any preparation. It's no different than what... And you've seen Chris Pratt surf. If you haven't seen Chris Pratt surf, then you've been living under a rock. So everybody knows what his surf style's like. So maybe, yeah, the first round's like, oh, that's cool. And then he does his second trick, and it's like... All right, so he's just doing, like, the Chris Pratt Right, he doesn't up the game. He doesn't up the game from his first round. Right, because Bowser comes out, and I feel like he probably starts out like, all right, I'm going to do something safe. He does a little Bowser trick, and everybody's like, yeah, that's good, like... Chris Pratt's was better because you know we're used to, we know Chris Pratt is capable of doing six surf tricks. So they both start out with something pretty standard, right? But Chris Pratt's is better. But on the second round, I feel like everyone's like, "Oh, yeah, you're going to do the Mario thing, Chris Pratt thing again, huh?" And Bowser starts to get a little bit more tricky with it. Okay, yeah. So I think JBB for this last round, you think you think Jack Black is just going to go over the wave. I oh. think Jack Black is going to go through the wave. Oh. I think we're going to get some Kool-Aid Man stuff going here. I like, I like um, where your head's at. Yeah, because I think Mario... I think Mario... Uh, what? CPM? Yeah, I CPM. think they're going to realize kind of... I should do something, but they don't really have much in their sleeve to do. Um, so they, they kind of... You know, they get up there, they they hop off the board and do a cool like 360 vertically and horizontally and separately, though. So they go, they separately do a spin okay. in the oh. vertical direction and then stop that- to a spin in the horizontal direction and then land. That's pretty impressive. <laughs> it is. But going through a wave is, I think, more impressive. <laughs> I suppose so. I mean, I've done one of these at the beach, and I can tell you it's not stopping myself after a full flip to go the other direction, but... Yeah, but you're not Bowser, so... Yeah, listen, I'm not the judges here, all right? Ooh, but, but Bowser, like, does, like, a pose through, and then as Bowser comes down from the pose, so does the wave imprint. Oh, oh so it's now like that's pretty incredible, up. actually. Yeah, yeah, That's pretty sweet. Okay, yeah, I can see that. Also, I'm having a hard time believing Jack Beam punched through a wave and just like was like a normal, you, <laughs> a normal. You've never jumped through a wave before. No, but but okay, okay. So 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 okay. I I've jumped through a wave, but I have not ridden a surfboard through a wave like the Kool Aid Man and remained upright and 
you know, stationary. While that is true, almost. while that is true, if you asked me which one is more physically possible, I would pick the surfboard thing over yes, doing I a front flip and then stopping in midair. <laughs> <laughs> but we are talking about two classic video game slash movie heroes here, so I don't know what the rules are. Well, we need to figure out who wins. So, in your heart of hearts, find out the rules. And, I just. Uh, Listen, boys, I think, I think we've already said it, right? We've got three rounds. Mario takes the first round, but then I feel like it runs away from him after that. Chris Pratt, he just doesn't have the new new that everybody's looking for. Jack Black, I mean, he's got the energy, but he also lets that Bowser style slip in. Maybe Jack, Jack Black's a jumpy guy, right? He likes to jump. He likes to prance. We've all seen the videos. But Bowser is a smasher. Right. So Jack Black is doing something that's against his own nature. He wants to jump. He wants to prance. He wants to dance on top of the waves. But by going through the wave, he's showing that he not only cares about his own performance, but portraying the character. And I think that's what's going to push him over the top. Amazing. Yeah, those were the rules. And we followed them to a T and we figured out that Bowser did the thing. Uh, And, you know, that's going to be it for today. We've got some exciting stuff in the work. You know, we're, we're gearing up for episode 100, so look out for that. If you want to email us, it's tell me about that podcast at gmail.com. Oh, I think the mail just came. Um, if you, if you, that's perks of having a midday record. Um, <laughs> Facebook, we're telling me about that podcast or TMAT podcast. Or something on Facebook. I do know no one really uses Facebook anymore. Um, Twitter is at TMAT pod. If you want to call, if you want to call us, <laughs> um, if you want to call us, my phone number is. <laughs> I'd like to send a letter to each of our individual addresses. I will l- read them off now. Um, yeah, please leave a review on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your your podcasts. That'd be great. Tell a friend. Awesome. We uh, put highlight videos up for the episode from the last week on the off week. So. Those are nice shareable clips you can share with your friends and families and uh, just general acquaintances on trains. All right, with that, I've been Jeremy. I've been Jack. And I've been Ryan. Your confidence is key, I guess. (laughs) Hey, what are you guys doing in here?